Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Mental Health Awareness right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Anne Leap. Oh my goodness, are we going to be talking about some wonderful things today, but I love this particular statement that she says, a force of nature. She is a I am a solution in a sea of issues and a problem solver in an ocean of obstacles from feeling ordinary into the um, minutiae of every day and living and working in a broken toxic lifestyle. I hope you uncover what's slowing you down, making you lethargic, causing conflict in your relationship and keeping your productivity down. I always find a way to minimize stress, knock down the barriers, strategize fixes that will work and help you find your attitude. I love that. You know, it's, it's just got that force of wind behind her folks. And this is what you need when you need some help in dealing what you're dealing with. And, uh, you know, I love that in the ocean. <laughs> right now, everybody, everybody is going under some form of stress, aren't they? We, you know, we're bombarded left, right and center. If it's not by nature herself, you know, by the COVID, by the political arena, by the division, by the hate rhetoric. Um, it is, it, I, I don't blame people if they kind of come up with the feeling of despair. But this is where everyone has to take the deep breath, take it in, let it go. Common sense, you may enter the door. <laughs> because if we don't step into common sense, we're going to step into irrationality, which is a tornado around us right now. So, you know, trying to keep the ocean waters calm at the present moment, to ride the waves without, you know, a tsunami. You know, that's what we need to do right now, isn't it? Yes. So you named everything. I mean, it is, it is put everything going on in this current day has put a lot of pressure on everybody to, you know, sort of be normal and remain normal when things around us are just not normal. <laughs> so what I see every day is people that are bogged down, they are weighed down, they have a cloak on them of just sort of heaviness and unhappiness. And what I do, Sarah, is I help people remove that cloak mm -hmm. and, and boy do we need that help right now you know it, it's and it's got nothing to do with people's intellect it's not a question of how intelligent you are or how this or how that you are is that um, very often very intelligent people get very very stressed very easily because they're trying to intellectualize it instead of yes. understanding you are you are just absorbing what's going along and how do you stop the absorption it is so true. The absorption of it is how do you protect yourself? How do you mask some of this or, you know, put this shield around you sort of to protect you from all of these elements that are coming at us all the time. These busy professionals, these people that are trying to be a mom and a dad, um, you know, getting food on the table, getting virtual school along with full-time jobs mm -hmm. and side gigs and everything yeah. to try to make ends meet and make us, you know, successful in this day and age. You know, it just, 
is a very, very hard time. However, Sarah, I do have to tell you that something that I have found is in this terrible time comes a tremendous opportunity. Oh boy, does it. (laughs) In that time, in this time, the opportunity is now. I have found that it is so incredibly important to take a step back. You you nailed it when you said that breath, Mm -hmm. to come back to the breath, come back to the center, come back to your mindfulness and your air in and out, in and out. And when you can do that a couple times a day, you can really bring yourself down a notch and take that edge off. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, this whole, I call it the hysteria that is out there. It can be extremely addictive and you don't realize how addictive it is. And it's so easy to be triggered, you know, another news thing, another social media thing, another ridiculous thing. And, and you get, you get all riled up. And, right here. You know, right here. <laughs> you know I, I myself a couple of weeks ago had to do a show where I said, I'm sorry, I need to let it out. I need to let it out. <laughs> no matter breathing at the present moment is holding it in. And maybe that's also what we need to do is that we need to be able to have some people that we can trust that maybe feel the same way and have a screaming match to let it out. Yes. Don't and, suppress and it in. <laughs> one of the things, Sarah, for me is like, you know, when people say, tell me about your background, I think the biggest thing for me is just my experiences in life. Like mm. my life experience, I'm like a cat. I've lived nine lives. I've been to hell and back. I've lived the good life. I've lived the crappy life. I've been everywhere. I've seen everything. And I have to tell you that the best time in my life is right here, right now, because it's the first time this past few years, it's the first time when I started my business, I went back to school, I got my, my master's and, and I, I really found myself and it's a transformative time. And the way that I'm healing people and the way that I'm healing is through helping people. And yes. the way that I can do that is by saying, I've been there. Right. I know what you feel like right yes. now. You feel stuck. I know stuck. So it's a little bit different than going to, and I have nothing against psychiatry. I believe right, I'm yep, nope. that's for, that's for, that's, you know, has its place. Um, but it's not where you come to me and you have, you know, these, the, you talk about all your problems. It's much more finding streamlined solutions, uncovering what your purpose is and right. what's bogging you down and getting to the root of it. So we can get rid of that cloak. Purpose. If we're, not in purpose, what are we in? This is what we're here for. We're here to find our meaningful purpose. I call it discover our beautiful instrument, learn to play it, and then bring it to the orchestra of life. Mm. Every single person is here for a reason. What is your reason? What is your gift to share with the world? Right? That is and- such a, yes, a, such a good question. Such a good question. And I think that it's something that people really don't reflect on enough. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're sort of going through the motions of life. I mean, for me, what I've found in this sort of transformation, this transformative time has been that my purpose and my mission is to help heal others and find, uncover and find their most authentic self. When we can uncover who they are, they can get to who they truly are underneath and then they can live their life as their most authentic selves. This is why this is called self-discovery immediate because it isn't about other people's perception of you. It's not about other people's expectation of you. Mm. It's not about the tradition of what has been. It's about who you are now, what you are here to do, and how 
bloody awesome you really are that you've never allowed yourself to be, right? We are awesome, but where is the permission to be awesome? Or as yes. one, of, one of the beautiful signs is flawsome. Yes, I did. <laughs> I like that. You know, what's so funny, Sarah, is, or interesting is that for so many years, you know, this is, that's another opportunity that you just talked about. Yeah. This whole opportunity that COVID and everything bad has brought us this year, and le- which is people are being more empathic and more compassionate yeah. to one another. And what that's creating is an atmosphere that's allowing us to be our truer selves. Right. Whereas before, at least in my life, my experience was being pushed down. My Annie, my attitude and my awesomeness was pushed out. Mm. I was told to conform. I was pushed in a box. Oh, yeah. And then one day I said, mm, I'm not really wanting to be in a box anymore. This isn't good for me. I need to show the world Annie. Yeah. Unapologetically. Exactly. Exactly. And as you know, I got a, a posting that I put, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but I'm somebody's strong cup of black coffee. You, <laughs> Annie isn't for everybody, right? right? But it, Annie is there for the people who get your vibe. Yes. Right? And if you don't, that's fine. That's you fine. get other people's vibes. That's exactly. fine. We do. I have a shirt that says I'm not for everyone. So funny right. that you just said that. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Mm-hmm. And everybody can't be for everybody. And that's okay. Yes. It's okay. We can't be liked and loved by everybody. And nor nor should we put any expectation on that, right? Because that's only letting ourselves down. If you're you're looking for the approval all the time from someone else, that stamp of approval or the comparison. Um, You you don't do it like so-and-so. I'm sure, you know, you're a fellow podcaster. And, you know, I've had, why don't you interview like? And I said, well, they're a political analyst and I'm not. (laughs) Yes. uh, I interview like Sarah. Yeah. 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 Right. I I interview like me and and, like, I don't have some big intro or some big outro or anything like that. It's just me. I just show up and here I am. And you know, this is, this is, but it takes work, Sarah, yes, to get yes, to this place. Yes, you don't does. just wake up one day and say, this is me. Here I am. I mean, oh, it's probably. I downloaded the app, Amazon delivery <laughs> in the middle of the night. You know, I, look, I yeah, I, it's overnight, I just dropped up this person. This takes a lot of yes. work. This takes mindfulness. This takes centeredness. This takes journaling and gratitude and coming back to center and living a couple li- lifetimes, I think going through the experiences of the hard knocks and dealing with life and expectations and situations that you weren't expecting and learning emotional agility and all of those things really takes a lot of hard work. And you know, one of the things I find, and especially as being a spiritual counselor for so many years, um, people have put an awful lot of emphasis of coming from the mind. And we've got to remember that, you know, there's the hard drive, that runs the body and there's the software which is programming and it's not just programming in this lifetime it's dna programming ancestral programming past life programming it's all there and to change a programming you have to be consistent in what you're changing it over to which means over and over again until that programming sets and you've also got to make sure you delete the old programming and one of the ways of doing that is stepping into heart Our heart is our gateway to our soul. Our soul is our divine wisdom. Our spirit is the action of that divine wisdom Mm. where our head will know what to do when it needs to know what to do. Mm -hmm. And we've got to get out of head. And if we can't step into heart, because how many people are so guarded? Oh, I was hurt. I don't want to feel the pain, especially empathic. You don't want to feel Mm -hmm. the pain, so you shut off. You are meant to feel the pain. It doesn't mean you're meant to wallow in the pain. 
Right. right. The feelings are okay to have. That's the thing, yes. you know, Sarah, we were taught that anger isn't okay. We were right. taught, you know, get up, feel better, jump right up. You're fine. You're fine. It's okay to feel your feelings. What's not okay is when they consume you. Yes. And when they take over. Yeah. When you can learn the difference between those two things, yeah. that's when you have the agility to be able to be a really evolved person. We don't want you to become a Stepford wife. No. Right? Yeah. That's nice, dear. That's, everything's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Very psychotic. You know, there was yes. a brilliant movie a few years ago called Inside Out. Uh, that yes. a couple of the fathers wrote, which I think is absolutely brilliant. Everybody should watch it because what it is, is it's about understanding why our emotions are there. They're there to indicate how you feel in the moment. What's yes. causing the feeling in the moment? Is it in an exterior or an interior feeling? Deal with the feeling in the moment. Be glad, mad, happy, whatever it is. Yes. Uh, but then let it go, move through it. It's not for us, it's for us to tap into our emotions, but not become emotional about them. I think you're so right. And I think so many people try to go around it. Mm -hmm. And when you try to mm -hmm. go around it or block it, yep. it just doesn't work because tap, tap, it comes out in another way. <laughs> in some other way, it yeah. builds up. It's yeah. like when somebody gets liposuction, the fat goes somewhere, you know, eventually. Mm -hmm. So it's, it builds up in you, those emotions and those things that you're trying to block or you're trying, you have to go through them. It's the only way. So when we finally allow, I've been talking a lot about this recently, allowing. My, allowing one of my favorite words, allow. <laughs> allow that was my, wor my word of 2020 before yes, COVID. Yes, yeah. It was allow. Now yes. I really know what allow right, yeah. after 2020, right? <laughs> Surrender so allow, <laughs> it was a whole new world. Allow, yeah. accept, and release. Yeah. That's my newest mantra. Allow, yeah. accept, and release. Yes. And when you can do that, you can move, like you just said, move through the emotions. You can feel them, and then you can let them go. But when we try to block it, we get so stuck. And we intellectualize it again. The yeah. mind, it's like on a treadmill. Yes, but, yes, but sit on your butt. Yes. That's what your butt is sit for, right? Yeah. You I know, it. it isn't analyze, 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 because if you really truly tap into your soul, heart, and spirit, it has its intellect of its own. And your mind will have the clarity it needs to have in order to make a choice or an action moving forward. But if we are just constantly in the treadmill of our minds and not ignited by our heart, soul, or spirit, how are we going to understand what we are meant to do? We've just got so much knowledge, but no wisdom. Yes, that's so true. And we just, it, it's like the monkey mind. It just yeah. goes around and around in the treadmill. And, our, and some people, I have to say, some people are clients that I've had or friends that I have are more prone to that monkey mind. Yeah. And I don't want to shame them for it. Oh, no, no. I've been no, one no. of those people. It's, it's how you know, to get like, out of it. <laughs> how to get out of it once yeah. you're in it. Because yes. for me, it's not, am I going to do that? I'm going to do that probably. Yeah. It's how I jump out of it, my resilience out of it that I think matters. You know, it's like, I don't want anyone to beat themselves up for being stuck for a second. No. It's how you get out of it. Yeah. You know, how you, how you, how you have that agility to sort of rise out of the, those feelings and those stuck in the monkey mind. It's like, okay, I'm having monkey mind right now. I'm here. Let's get back to center. Yes. What I'm thinking right now is just a story that I'm creating. Right. Yes. And, and it's and a reaction. The characters in the story. Exactly. It's yeah. And this is where I see, you know, the hysteria that is out there right now, vibrationally right now, the static that is out there is at a screaming pitch. 
and you know it's turn down the volume on that and turn up the the vibration your your frequency you know yes. then the more you step into self-love and love and and looking for the solutions the more you become the solution that the world needs but it is so easy to get triggered uh, and that's when the monkey mind goes and because <gasps> you get mad and then and it's like yeah know your triggers no, no yes. when to walk away from something. Don't become engaged with it, whether it's social media or somebody else or just a frustration because nothing's going right today. Yes. You know, walk away, take a deep breath, go and do something that's you said, going to bring you back to center and then look at it from a different perspective. But we've got to recognize the triggers, don't we? Uh, we certainly do. I mean, my whole thing, you know, it's been hard for me to recognize all of my triggers. I don't think that that's very easy to do mm -hmm. for people. Um, you know, you really have to look at yourself in reflection and be an introspective person to be able to do that and kind of look at what it, what really caused this, you know, like I know this is what happened, but what was really the trigger underneath it that bothered yeah. me? And when you can do that, you know, I find the best way to do that is by journaling. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. journaling exercises, writing it out morning and night. If you can do five to 10 minutes, just free writing. When you go back and you reflect, it really helps you to see. I see like my, the morning is the mind dump from overnight. And then the night is the mind dump from during the day. Right. So it's just an easy way to sort of go back and look and, and, and review and say, and You're spending the emotion, aren't you? You're spending yes. it. You're releasing yes. it. I've yes. now given it to the pen. It's been said. I can let it go. You're exactly right. And the, the, people try to type it and I say, you know what? It's the thought of the mind to the hand, to the pen, to the paper. Yeah. It really helps that that's going through it versus yeah. around it. Yeah. Typing um, can so help. I'm, I'm a dyslectic. So when I write things go backwards. So for me, the computer, for you, it does type it. Yeah. Helps. yeah. I mean, I, I'm, and, I and like also to audio though. too. Audio, you know, I'm, I'm an audio. Yes. I do a show every week. That's my perspective that goes out every week. You know, this week was on Ruth, you know, on, on, yes. on what she's done for us. And, and I think, you know, this is another point that we need to understand. We look at people like Ruth, born in 1933. She was a woman. She was Jewish. And of course, she was married with a kid. And they blocked her at every turn. Every stop. They blocked Did her. this stop her? No, it propelled her. She dies at 87 with cancer. She was working right up to the end. We'd only have chemotherapy on Friday so she can get over it at the weekend, be back on work on Monday. The gratitude that we have to this woman's tenacity to fight for, for our rights, mm. we need to honor her by standing up and taking the baton. Yes. This is not a time to sit down. No. This is not a time to no. let things go. This is a time to stand up, especially in, in regard to her seat and everything that's happening in our current situation and what she has done for not only women, but this country. Yes. I mean, just been unbelievable. And she set quite a precedent, quite a precedent. She was yeah. a wonderful woman. It was a great loss. A great loss, but also our gain because she's done her job. Rest in peace. Oh, yes. You, yes. you, you deserve yes. your rest. Well, the groundwork that she's laid for us now to pick yes. up that baton and continue it on. And this is where I think the word gratitude, it really needs to come in. We get so caught up with the frustrations of what's going wrong or maybe what we don't have or the restrictions or the this and that, and I can't do this and I can't do that, that we forget to be grateful for what we do have yes. and where we are right now and the empowerment that is at our fingertips. 
And it if is we very hard. That, Sarah, it is very hard when you're, I'm just going to be realistic. When you're in the midst of it and you're mm -hmm. stuck, it's very hard to have gratitude. And it is the most important yeah. time to have gratitude. It is. When it is the hardest to think about what you're grateful for, yeah. that's when it's most important to sit down for a minute, make your gratitude list. I do three things a day. Actually, I have an alarm on my phone that goes off at eight. My kids know it. It rings <laughs> and they know it's time to say something we're grateful for. And you know what? It sparks a conversation every single time. No matter what's going on, what I'm dealing with, what the kids are doing, we all stop. We come back to the breath. They go, here we go, mom, you know, because they're eight and 10. Yeah. What are we grateful for? But they come, we come back, we come together. We come, we come back to center and we say something that we're grateful for. And it really, really, it brings us back to reality and to the present moment. And the present moment is so important. And that's what we need to be grateful for right now, where we are. Yes, some things are really crappy right now, but the opportunity, yes. the connections that we're making. Yes. I mean, had this been a year ago, and I don't know that we would have connected. You know, all these people in my network, I just... It's been an unbelievable time to connect and grow as a person and, and grow your network. And it really, it, it, it's an, a time for opportunity. It really is. It's an invite, isn't it? Yes. It, you know, why we're feeling powerless about what we can't do, the innovations and the creativity of what we can do, the redirect, the pivoting to the left or the, the right. You know, yeah. that's the thing is that there is always a solution. And all it means is the universe, you know, I said the universe is here to shake us up, to wake us up, for us to step up and change it up. And we've been shaken and we've been yes. woken. And right now is what are you doing to step up? And we don't want your pitchforks. We don't want your anger. Mm -hmm. Actionism is the new activism. We want you to step into action, which is a movement of hands around the world. We're all in it together. Let's rise up. I am so with you. And on top of that, on top of rising up, I have to say that that's my whole mantra. You know, my living with attitude mantra is to be your best, most authentic self. And what I, what I talk about, and when you read my, a little bit of my bio in the beginning was about streamlined solutions, taking action. We're yes. not just going to sit and chat about it. It's nice to sit and talk. Yes. It is. But I like to find solutions. I'm action oriented. I want to make change happen. Right. So that's my, my client. My client that comes to me that's going to do the best is going to be somebody that's ready to take action. And if you're not, we can talk that through. But I think that that's sort of what makes me good at what I do is that I'm an action oriented person. I don't sit around and let things sort of flail. You know, it's yeah. time to take action. You're in actionism. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's what we need right now. And the thing is, is that People look at Ruth and go, I can't be her. No, she gave, you know, buckets of herself. We, we may be even asking for a cup, you know, uh, but it's something. You well, know, it's, it's, yeah, it's a like contributor. When somebody, yes, when somebody says, well, my vote doesn't matter. I oh, mean, yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> this is, it is your duty. It is your right and your duty and your job to go and use your voice and speak your mind and vote. And when one person says that, imagine how many people are saying that and how much it could make a yes. difference. I, I had a guy on yesterday who is trying to help the homeless have a vote. 
because mm. the, the you know where the booths are for them and everything and I, and I said well the centers that they go to the shelters set up a booth in there and get your local people to put on a hot meal have a tv yes. up there with some video going on on both sides have some incentive of the thing let them see it let them make the choice this is not about making them choice for them let them see it for themselves give them a hot meal and ask them to vote and uh, you know that is a giving them the respect to saying your voice counts your voice and they've counts. been you told matter. so many that they don't right yes you're and, so right and we've right now every you know i know black lives matter a hundred percent no black lives matter black rights matter everybody's rights matter women have fought this no matter what color you are for mm -hmm. centuries and centuries black lives especially in america have been treated like slaves from the beginning of time and it's not much changed and we have to be that change that we seek and that means yes. all of us stepping up and yes. use your voice use your action and we don't want you to be bashing other people because that is mudslinging. That does nothing. That does, does nothing. Nothing. It just gets the frustration and the anger and the hate out more. It's, you know, the blanket of love and inspiration and support and caring yes. and kindness. That's yes. what we want to see. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that is, you're exactly right. Standing up, rising up, joining, joining forces, unity. Yes. Unifying forces, getting people together with a common message of hope. We have to, this, I mean, we have to have some hope. We have to grab onto the hope we can grab onto. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is a great example of that. Yes, yes. Hope. We have to rise up. You're exactly right. And, you know, I know it's, everybody has their time of when they come and they go. And, but her time, you know, everybody's saying is too soon. Um, but at the same time, the poor woman was suffering. Let her go home. But at yes. the also happening at this time, she's a reminder of one life that fought for your liberty. And, and now the invitation for us to stand up and continue that fight for liberty. And I think it's come at a perfect time in that sense of an, an invite to keep the baton going. Um, and, you know, we, we love pointing fingers, but there's three pointing back at us. It's the government's fault. It's this one's fault. It's that right. one's fault. Hello, what are your actions What are you saying? doing? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Yes. What are you? And that's what I mean when I say your most authentic, best, truest self what do you represent? What are your values? Yeah. What are your core values? What are your, again, back to what's your purpose? Yes. What's your mission? What's your reason? What's your yeah. why? Yeah. And, you know, for a lot of people, they don't know what it is. And, and they go, well, where, do, where does the heart go? Where does the passion go? Yeah. Where does the yeah. compassion go? Or, or it's like, you know, rushing through life and going through life and not thinking about why you're here and what you're doing. Right. You know, like take, that's where it comes back to gratitude and taking those mindful moments and, and mindfulness and coming back to center. Like, even if it's just a couple minutes a day, it really yeah. helps improve your life. And, you know, I walked a client through that earlier today. I made a customized meditation for somebody because he was just all over the map and mm -hmm. he needed just a voice for 15 minutes to walk him through something. And I made this meditation because it will change his life. I said, you're going to, this is the plan. You're going to do this for two weeks. Every morning when you wake up, you're going to breathe while you do it and listen to this for 15 minutes a day. And then you come back to me in two weeks. So we'll see what happens when yeah. he comes back. But my experience has been people come back much more centered and much more in control, not in control, but aware of what's around them their awareness skyrockets when they become more mindful. You can't really step into allowing until you step into a wearing, yes. right? Because You're the exactly allowing, right. it, it will present 
what to be aware of in that moment yes. and and if you're blocked you're not going to see what's right in front of you so you know you have to i you know i allow to come to me i am yes. open and ready to receive Yes. And it's not like, you hurry up, I haven't got all day. No. <laughs> right, right, right. That that's work, not folks. allowing, that's no. not accepting, that's not being aware, nothing. <laughs> that is, that's a different headspace. And so you do, you have to start with awareness. And so when my clients do come to me, you know, Sarah, it's funny. I'm like, you're already, you're already awake, awake. Yes. You're awake because you're coming to me. Right. You're coming to me saying I need help. That means you're aware and you're open and willing. When people are willing, that's when I know. That's yes. easy. It's the yes. unwilling people that are right. not as easy. Well, I mean, you know, as they say, you, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. But however, you leave it there long enough and it's going to realize it's thirsty. Yes. So true. Right. So, so true. You, right. It just, it just paint the canvas for them and say, this could be your picture. Yeah. When you're ready. Yeah. When you're ready, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I have to have that patience in my business mm -hmm. and what I do and understanding that, you know, sometimes people aren't ready. No. Sometimes they're willing and they're not ready, but everybody has their time. Like you said, everybody gets thirsty eventually. Yes. And the thing is, sometimes you're just seeding. You're dropping the seeds of what could no, be. Exactly and then right. when they're ready, they're going to go, oh, something's growing inside of me. Where did that come from? <laughs> that? Oh, that came from Annie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think yeah. I'm ready for Annie now. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And, and you cannot, you know, you can't demand people, this is a foolproof and this, this, and you just do this and your life's going to be like that. No, you know, it's fake false advertising because everybody's yeah. going to be different. Everybody's going to emphasize on something different as they go through the process. Some yes. people may get stuck in something for a while while they work through it. Some people will sail through it. You know, yep. it's, and you cannot coat everybody with the same brush. All right. Absolutely not. And, you know, and, and authenticity can mean something different for yeah. everybody. And that's what we're ultimately trying to get. We're getting to somebody's truest authentic self, which is not here for everybody. Right. Some people it's different and it, it takes, there's, there's a lid for every pot, as they say, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it takes discussion. It takes mindfulness, journaling, gratitude to get to that purpose, to the reason that, you know, why you're here, what's your why back to what's your why. And it takes patience to do that. Patience is a virtue. A willingness too. A willingness. Yes. I, I think one of the other things is let go of the control. Oh, that's the hardest for most people. Yeah. That's yeah. the hardest yeah. thing. And people will say, I'm not controlling. And it's like, they don't really understand mm -hmm. the kind of controlling that they are, which you, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's not, you know, that you have to have everybody's schedule all written down in this nightly, nicely written planner. It's not that kind of control. It's a control in your own self thinking, if I do this, then this. If I, if I tighten up this, then I'll be this way. And it's yeah. like, that's not getting you where you want to go. Yeah. No, because that kind of control is tightening everything up. Right? And it's not making it the breath. It's not exhale. <laughs> yeah. It's not breathing. Yeah. It's shoulders up and they need to be. Dry. Yes, exactly. Because we're in, in allowing, you're in breath, you're in wonderment. You don't yes. know what is going to come to you. And if you, if you look at it as a sense of exploration, where am I meant to go? Not, well, I want to be here and I want to be there. Yes. And this is the ultimate yes. thing. Now forget about that. Throw away the map. Yes. You know, yes. Take Google, whatever off your phone. This is, um, this is a pathway that will lead you to where you need to go one step at the time. But the only control you have is your choice to keep making the steps, making the steps, taking those steps taking, making the choice, yeah. the choice. Every day we wake up and we have a choice. 
So no matter how busy, if we're the CEO of a company or if we're running six companies or yeah. if we're a mom, if we're a dad, it doesn't matter what it is we're doing. Every day we wake up with a choice and we were, we're granted that choice. That's a beautiful gift every day that we have. And we have to really take advantage of that gift by making that choice and saying, today I want to be my best self. Mm-hmm. No matter what's being thrown at it. Some people say, but, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, wife abuse isn't my choice. Or, you know, this bullying isn't my choice. Or, no. you know, being black isn't my choice. And it's like, but the choice you have is how you react to those external things. Yes. The choice Everybody is how choice. you stand up for yourself, who yes. you are as a person, yes. not what other people want you to be or trying to make you, but who you want to be. Where is your own self-love and integrity? And you know, you just nailed it. I was just thinking before the thread throughout our entire Mm. conversation is self-worth. Yeah. When it comes down to it, where is our self-worth? How are we finding that worth? How are we building that worth? How are we creating that worth? Yeah. When we can have that, I call it the self-worth battery. When Mm. we can have that fully charged, that's when you know you're in a place to really be able to so many people have, do not have fully charged self-worth batteries. And let's understand a battery by, by what it is, it needs to be recharged. So you yes. know, when you get to that self-worth, don't go, oh, I'm here now, I you know, don't need to no, maintain yes. it. <laughs> you know? It's that we all need to be recharged you know, and to, to let that energy run through us. So that means that we've got to be mindful of where we need to pause in our life, where we need to breathe, where we need to spend time on ourselves. What is our recharging practice? Yes, it's true. Where is that self-care? I mean, where is, where is that, like, I deserve to be, re- to recharge. Yeah. I deserve and have that, I have the worth to say, I need to take a pause right now. I just yeah. had on um, my podcast, I had on the Wisdom Coalition women, mm-hmm. Nancy Wartine and Kim Howie, um, and they do this whole thing. They just wrote a book called The Power of the Pause, mm. and they do mindset management. It's really interesting. It's a lot of what we're talking about. But it made me think of when you said, like, we actually, that's a gift that we have and we have to grab onto. You know, we can take a pause. Yes. No matter who you are and what you're doing. Right. You can take a pause. Yes. And, you know, I don't care if you are in the middle of the hurricane. You know, it's, you know, um, as somebody was saying the other day, go into the center of the hurricane. Yes. Right. And it, it's the, one of the monks I interviewed, he takes people into Times Square when Times Square is active, not obviously oh, COVID times. Times and, and it's how to become the mountain, how to become still amongst mm. the chaos. And yes. everybody thinks that you've got to be quiet and meditate and in sense of peace and that will carry you through. You know, that's the pause. But you need to be able to at any time take that pause, take that meditative state Yes. of peace and, and apply it and apply it to your chaos that yes. is happening right it's not because about chaos can it. be in a silent room chaos oh, can yeah. be here it's totally here room. in the head in here. that's where it is that monkey <laughs> yeah. mind comes back yeah. it's plenty there's a jungle up here for oh me yeah sometimes. i oh, just yeah. have to come back i have my dad doesn't know so let's hope he doesn't see this this <laughs> podcast but i have one tattoo it's hidden on me so i have to be have no clothes on for you to see see it but it says breath <laughs> and it's written in my writing and the reason that it says that is because when I am stripped of everything, yeah. I am always left with my breath. No one can take that from me. Right. And that's how you come back to center. How I always visit that center and come back to it is by just coming back to my breath. 
Because if you truly focus on your inhalation and your exhalation, and that's all you're focusing on, nothing else can penetrate that. It's really a beautiful thing. So that's why I put it on my body. Yeah. Yeah. I've been actually an asthmatic, so I fully understand what breath is. And um, obviously with the fires recently, you know, there was the struggle for the, for the clear breath. I, pr- I truly and utterly am grateful for my breath because I know what it's like to be without it and how paralyzing it is. And there was somebody I was interviewing, and thank God it was a mum of 15 <laughs> at the time. In the middle of it, I had a choking thing, an asthma attack, and I had never seen myself before have an asthma attack. Oh, so you and got to see it. I got to see it and realized how contorted I was oh, and how the body tightens up. And she's just so calm. This is Lachelle. So calm. Just take a breath, dear dog. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I know Lachelle. Yes, yes she's <laughs> wonderful. I couldn't have done this with a better person. Obviously, oh we cut it out of the interview. But she just, it's all right, dear, because immediately you're thinking, I'm on there. I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. well, she's got 15 kids. And yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. And it just take a die. breath, dear. And, yeah. and, it, and it's, thank God it was her. And then, you know, take my asthma pump, get my breath back and centered, and off we go again. But, you know, taking a breath to me is, is obviously even more important because I know yes. what it's like to be without breath. And if we associate l- literally not having the air to live when we lose our breath, you know, then we, that's yes. when, we, when, we, when we feel we've lost our breath, it's, we feel paralyzed. We've, we feel that we can't make any decisions or do anything. Mm-hmm. And you can't in that moment of paralyzation. Yes, you gasping can. for breath. So yes. this is why breath is so important. So because important. It calms you down. It obviously gets the lungs going, which gets the oxygen to the brain and to everywhere mm-hmm. through the body. Mm-hmm. And now you're back in that equilibrium again. And it's hard. It's yes. hard when you're when you're worked up, when you yeah. get that panic yes. feeling, whether it's from asthma or just a panic from anything going yeah. on. It's hard to come back to it yes. and just breathe and focus on it. But if you practice that daily. Yeah doing those breaths daily, it becomes a ritual and yep. you will be able to do it easier. Much more I, I easier. do it even without knowing you're doing it. You just yes. find yourself <gasps> taking a breath, calming down. And remember, what are you doing? Just taking a breath. Just taking a breath. And the thing is even taking a pause. It, yes. Taking a pause, taking a breath, even the way you're saying it, I'm just taking a breath. Because we've got to understand our tone is just as important as the inner dialogue, the tone and where we say things. And if you say it softly, automatically we're inviting the brain and the body and everything Everything to calm down a notch. Yes. I love it. And I'm not naturally, you know, Sarah, I said this on another podcast. I'm not naturally a calm person. I'm a pretty frenetic, energetic, up here person. So for me to be calm and centered, Mm -hmm. this takes work. Yeah. I am focused on you right now. I'm focused on our conversation and nothing else. And that's not how I'm naturally wired. Yeah. But the reason I'm able to do this is from the work and the practice, right. breathing, mindfulness, gratitude. I can be right here right now, right just on us. And so I know what it's like when somebody can't and is like, oh, I could never do that. I can't meditate. I can't, I can't do it. It's like, trust me, if I can do it, yeah. you can do it. And you know, and you know, everybody has that tendency of squirrel. Yes. <laughs> from up the movie up oh up, my god yes. brilliant movie brilliant movie brilliant, and, and, brilliant. you know so many people you look at that da, 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 squirrel well, yes. <laughs> just did it to my kids the other day <laughs> and it can happen to all of us and and then it's like oh aware i am 
being diverted back down to it. And it's all a question of training yourself, isn't it? Get, being aware, 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 aware yes. that, oh, I'm doing that again. How do I bring that back? Consciously and, aware, bring it back. Bring right? it back. And you're exactly right. You know, when they say in meditation, don't get mad at yourself no. for, not, for not being in it. No. You know, all you have to do is bring yourself back. Mm-hmm. You don't have to beat yourself up for no. not being able to meditate. You know, how long have people that meditate, how yogis, how yeah. long have they practiced years and years to become where they are? You don't just sit down, meditate and go into this zenful place. You know, you have to take the time, start with two minutes, three minutes and just breathe. And it becomes a practice. It really is incredible. Also to find out what is your meditation. I've got constant dialogue in my head. It never stops, right? So for me, music is my meditation. Mm -hmm. Because when I have the music on, it's calming everything else down. And then the thoughts can calm down. The dialogue can calm down. Because the music is literally changing the frequency in the body. It's changing the frequency in the brain. Yes. Is there specific music or is is it just music in general? It really does. I I love the pentatonics music, the, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and it really does. It, it really, I just go in and listen to something and and, and then the music is there for me when I need it. But what it does is um, diverts my anxiety right and yes. calms it down so that the clarity can come forth mm-hmm. and uh, and it's been proven like people who do galactic speak and that's also been scientifically proven that the frequency and the tone and the vibration of the music resets our bodies and this yes. is why you don't want heavy metal at a time that you're stressed yeah. of course not of course not i never want heavy metal actually. no no <laughs> no not into that no um, unless maybe that's when the time you want to have the screaming pitch. I don't know. Right. <laughs> yes. With that on, you must <laughs> yeah. scream, yes. But the other thing is uh, nature for a lot of people being out in yes. nature. Um, I, ju- I just had a client, Sarah, call me today. He was having a meltdown and I said, I want you to go outside. He yeah. said, it's raining. I said, good. Yeah. And he went outside and I said, listen to the rain. He said, it's falling on my face. I said, good. Yeah. Listen to the rain, step on the pavement, step in the leaves. And I want you to listen to it for the next 10 minutes. Yeah. Then call me. He did, and he was like, "Wow, yeah, I am much calmer now." Yeah. I said, "You see, you just need nature." And do you why you need nature? Because nature has a rhythm. Yes, right? everything. Rhythm. Everything rhythm. is an algorithm. Everything is a rhythm, and we as human beings are better when we are in a rhythmic, not a. You know, I'm I'm a Libra. Yeah. You know, it's not about um, constantly being sturdy. No, right. it's about being in it's the flow and the rhythm, balance. but you don't yes. want the highs or the, the extreme lows. And the thing about the rhythm of life, the wavelengths, the wind, the oxygen in our body, the current in the water, is a, it's in flow. Get into the rhythm. Get and into the, in, I love that. You're, you're in flow of life, right? Yes. And when, you, when you're out of flow, you can get into flow. You oh, can yeah. sink with flow. You yes. just have to come back to the breath. You have to come back to center yes. and you can get in that vibe and that, yeah. that wave. And oftentimes I'm not, but I have to bring myself back because I'm not being my best self mm. when I'm not there. Right. And that's my goal in life. And my mission in life is to be my best, truest, most authentic self every day. And I'm not always there but I am really trying and I got to give myself kudos for that. And that's what I help my clients do. And that's, you know, sort of what my goal and mission in life is just to get into that flow. Like you said, I love how you said that. 
you know, the other thing is, again, being that algorithm, you know, it, it's not just for the computer to bring you what you're feeding. That is the same algorithm we use in life. And the people that we attract are going to be because of the frequency we're putting out. Oh, you're so right. You're so right. I started, I, what I was going to bring back to was this, the connection that I talked about earlier that this COVID situation and has brought right? It has brought me to this level of frequency and this vibe where I'm attracting these amazing, incredible people into my life. And it's not luck. Okay. No. This is like, I'm doing these things and putting things in place in my life and my career and my business so that now I'm being come to, it, it's coming to me. Yep. Just like right. I was going to it before. Yes. Frequency. It's, on the same exactly. wavelength. We're on the same way. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. how am I meeting all these incredible people and someone, an energy healer in my yeah. life said, because you're yeah. on that wave. Yes. You're bringing that to yourself. And that's because I became much more centered and mindful of what was going on. Yep. You got in flow. I did. I got in flow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing is, is uh, the more you inflow you are, the more the doors it opens up to opportunity, the more you realize there's so many other people that are doing their thing. You know, they're, the, they're the, a different instrument in the orchestra, but they all belong to the orchestra. And the more and more you realize that by working together, each, you know, perfecting our own instrument and in harmony coming together in this orchestra, the impact that we can have collectively. Oh well, is you're, just you're preaching to the choir because I'm a Libra. So I don't know how what, much you, what I'm, day a, to you? I'm October 19th. I'm sixth. You're this. Okay. So that's the, that's the day my son was due. He was early, but he was due on that day, but he, we're, he's a Libra, we're Libra babies. And that you're, you're singing my tune here, the balance and the scales and the harmony. I mean, God, do I love that in my yes. life? Even though I'm all over the map. Yeah, I yeah, love, yeah. All the time. I yeah. love that <laughs> harmony, that structure, that harmony, yes. that balance. And that's exactly what you're talking about. Riding yeah. wave in that balance. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, the, and you realize that you do, even if you're, you're in the boat and the river of life, and even if you, when you come to the rapids, you are prepared to go down those rapids. You have yes. the right skills and tools to get you down the those agility. rapids. Yep. And it's not like, <laughs> you know, it can be a moment of, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And then, okay, back to my, <clears throat> back, back to my what do I need to do? It's, it's like um, a car accident on impact, relax. I know it's hard to do. I, right. It's but almost impossible. It is. But yes. Yes. But that, the more the looser you are, the better it's going better, to be than, yeah. than restrictive. And the thing is about life is that you're there to help somebody on their journey of life to put into their backpack tools and skills tools. that they can apply for the journey. When they do have those moments. It's not to walk with, uh, walk, no, well, you can walk with them sometimes for a short period, but not generally lifers. Um, it's certainly not to walk for them. No, it's not to say to them, you've got to wear this and that's that, you know, no. it is to present the skills and tools that they adapt and adopt to uh, that works for them on their journey of life. You're exactly right. And, and to your point, I always say, you know, if I have an ongoing, really long ongoing client, I'm doing something wrong. Okay. I want to have my client. I want to work together and I want to release them. Yes. If I release them yes. and I'm doing my job, then I've given yes. them the tools that they need yeah. to do it on their own. Yeah. Yeah. And if they come back to you because there's a situation in sure. their life, there is a synergy between you. And it just Absolutely. means you're going to really be able to help them navigate whatever mm -hmm. obstacle is in front of them. And that's no harm. But the thing is, what, we, what we've seen far too much of is dependency on 
either dependency on, on the shrinks of the psychiatrist, dependency on um, society telling us what mm -hmm. we should be, the dependency on, on expectations of uh, by this age, you should be here and you should be there yes. and you should be yes. this and you should be that and should be, should be, should be, should be. Through that, oh, the pressure. out. Yeah. You know, as Popeye says, I am what I am. I am what I am, exactly. <laughs> and we are and we are where we are. And yes. we have to be okay sometimes yes. with not being okay. And you have to be okay with being who you are. So let's get to the root of it if you're not, you know? And also to stop treating ourselves as broken. Yes. Like, you know, um, I have fibromyalgia. I've had it for 23 years. I have it. We've learned to partner with each other. Now and again, the body says, I'm boss today and I've got to yes. give in. Other That's times they say, Fabermount, work with me. And it goes, well, you work in the parameters. I'm there for you. But yeah. you don't become the thing that it you doesn't, have. It doesn't take you over. Right. Right. I am not fibromyalgia. It's just no. something I carry with me. Right. Yes. And that is so such a people... good attitude. I have to say your attitude is phenomenal. <laughs> it really is. You know, and I always say about anxiety and I say about sadness mm -hmm. and I say about different emotions. You can offer it a seat at the table. It can look at the menu. Doesn't mean it has to order. Right. You know? Exactly. And sometimes it's actually there for a reason, you know, yes. and yes. Uh, and sometimes we may understand that reason and other times not. You but the not. whole point is, it's that take the victimization out of it yes the woe is me yeah it has to come out yeah it has to come out you could easily somebody with fibromyalgia suffers a lot you could easily say oh this is gonna have this and this is my life and i'm not gonna do my job and i can't do this and i can't do that but instead you're turning it around on its side and saying well i'm gonna offer it a seat at the table today yeah yeah come and learn something yeah <laughs> Don't stay all day, but come yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But, but also, it's that when you do something you love, that really yes. is meaningful to you. Yes. The energy that it feeds you with, it, it just the, the the whole excitement and joy and appreciation for what you're doing and why you're doing it and the impact that it has, yes. energizes you to a point that whatever you do have becomes a, a you know a back burner completely back burner. yes agreed i mean that's why i made the career shift that i did when i left corporate america and I'm, it's not for everybody to be an entrepreneur but when i just finally decided you know what i'm not going to conform anymore right annie is not supposed to be in this box and i made that shift and i started my own company what happened was i started to really find my purpose and yeah. my meaning and then I could enjoy what I do every day. And right. I have, you see me, I have so much passion in what I'm yeah. saying and what I'm doing. It's, it's, you know, almost three o'clock and it's like that afternoon slump period. And I don't feel that. Yeah. And the reason I don't feel that, and I've had clients all morning and kids in virtual school. The reason I don't feel that's because I love what we're talking about. Yeah. I love what I do every day. You're committed and to that it. Is, it's, mm. What did you say? Committed to it. Yes. Committed to it. Absolutely. And, and the thing is, that's the point, isn't it? Find something you love. Yes. When find you find love. something find you love, love, you learn to love something about you. Yes. Because it help, it defines you and you yeah. define it. You know, yeah. it's part of you. You are one. It's, inter, it's fluid. Yes, you are one. And I feel as one with what I do every day. I help people. I help to heal them. And in turn, it heals me. And the thing is, too, is that... You're not a different Annie off the air that, oh, we're, oh, no. <laughs> and that's the point when people say, you know, say, well, um, who are you outside of the shows? I said, I'm still Sarah. Yeah. I'm always Sarah. The only thing is I'm wearing different hats for different situations. 
that's just me adjusting the hat to the situation. Yes. But this is Sarah and, and you're going to get Sarah on air and off air. I am going to respond to the energy you give me. Yes, absolutely. I'm with you a hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I just am unapologetically me. <laughs> and some, like we said from the beginning of the show, some people are not going to like you and that's okay. Not for everyone. Energy begets energy. If you're as woe as me, if you're angry, if you're mad at the world, that's the energy you're going to invite, the old algorithm. When you step into an energy of joy, of purpose, mm. of exuberance, of, ex of um, exploration, mm. of wonderment, that energy it doesn't have a high or a low, it just expands out. Yes, and it opens everything out. And that is an invitation for people who feel that energy to come on in. Yes. And it brings people that you've never even thought would come to your life. It's an unbelievable gift. I know. It's wonderful. I love it. Um, you know, I came about in this particular chapter of my life eight years ago at 57. And, you know, somebody asked me to join their network and doing podcasting. And it was... Um, what's a podcast? <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, and then I did live for 13 months, which was quite a learning lesson. I always call it the soap opera lesson, <laughs> lesson training. Learn you know? live. I know, yeah. I know all about it. Yeah. Yes. So then I started my own network with pre-recordings <laughs> for, for things that go wrong. And the people I've met along the line have been extraordinary, absolutely extraordinary, but there's a common denominator. And that is people who have faced a redirect in their life. And the redirect could have been a tap on the shoulder about honor yourself and go in a different direction. Or it could have been an illness or a loss or a cosmic two by four. And literally from the ashes, they've had to rise again. Mm -hmm. But the common denominator has been finding their strength, finding their courage, and the willingness to go through the process to become who they are today, doing what they're doing in serving others. Yes. And it's, I know it must be for you. It is for me an honor to interview people like that. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm, you're, you're preaching to the choir here when it comes to redirecting, pivoting in life, sort of starting over, you know, um, whether it's for me, it was after a divorce and after some tumultuous things in my life and having little kids and doing mm -hmm. it on my own, restarting my career, going back to school at 40 and it's just those hard knocks, the yeah. school of hard knocks and living in your experiences and your life sort of, you know, bring you to a place of, like you said, bravery and courage and respect for others. And all I want to do in my life, my mission, I've said this again, I, my mission is to help others through helping and healing others to find their best selves and be their best selves. I heal myself. You found respect for yourself. Yes, I did. You see, we can't help others through the process if we haven't gone through it ourselves. It's so true. And, you know, when we teach people about that self-love, it's because we have found it ourselves. It's so true. The only way it's, it, it is, when you can love yourself, find yourself and love yourself, you can give so much to others. It's yeah. really a rewarding life. It's living with attitude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I 100% agree with you. It, it's... You know, our attitude, that the youngest person I've interviewed was 10 and she'd written a book, mm. 365 Days of Gratitude with a Positive I remember attitude. you told me about her. Oh my gosh. And, you know, and it was just each day she had written 
what I'm grateful for today. And, you know, I was expecting to kind of adjust the way I was going to interview. And it was just the simplicity of, of her answers of like, well, if you're doing something that makes you unhappy, why don't you stop and go yes. to something that makes you happy? And it's like, yes. duh. Duh, why didn't we think of that? We complicate everything. Everything, exactly. everything. everything. So, you know, simple is. And, um, you know, I've got a saying right now, you know, stupid is as stupid does, which mm -hmm. is what we're seeing very much, you know, good old Forrest Gump there. Yes. And, and the thing is, is, just stop and pause and go, is that relevant? Is it necessary? Does it matter? Does it, it matter? Um, is it anything I can do anything about? Um, mm -hmm. And is it something I should just let go? Right. And most of it is something you should just let go. <laughs> yeah. Most of it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of balderdash out there at the present yes. moment. <laughs> there sure is. Uh, and, you know, the thing is, you don't have to buy it all. Nope. Right? Just flush it. It's a choice. <laughs> it's a choice. Yes. It's a choice. And all that energy that you're feeding the angst, imagine if you put that energy to the solution. Yes. To the solution. Agreed. It's so true. So how do people find your podcast and how do they find your site and what are you offering uh, people during COVID right now? So my site is annielieb.com. So it's A-N-N-I-E-L-E-I-B as in boy.com. You can come visit, see what I do. I do a detox, personal detox. I do a team revamp. There's lots of things that I do. I have an audio podcast and I have um, a podcast on YouTube and I stream live on LinkedIn. It's called the Living with Attitude podcast. You can look it up on any of those platforms and find me. It's a really fun half hour show weekly. I also do pop-up um, lives where I bring on mystery guests and we mm. chat for a half an hour live. It's really fun. Just super interesting people talking about gratitude, mm. mindfulness, getting back to center, you know, people that have had mental health struggles, mm. people who have, like you said, risen from the ashes. It's a really, really interesting show. So please come join me. Mm -hmm. And you know, the more we're willing to listen and to learn, the more we realize we're not alone. Others are going through this as well. What we can learn from them is how did they do it, right? How, how did they, what did they apply? What was their attitude? And, and there's always going to be a light bulb moment. Sarah, I learned a lot just during this show. I mean, you taught me so much. I mean, I, I agree with you in a lot of what you're saying, but I mean, a couple of light bulbs went off with some things that you said. So I appreciate you. I did. You. I did. I mean, I love your name, Anitude. <laughs> <laughs> My parents are proud. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and it is, it is an attitude, is an attitude of gratitude is that what we feed is what will grow. So if yes. your life is full of misery, what are you feeding it? Maybe it's time to change the diet. Yes, I love that. That's wonderful. That is awesome. Um, so thank you so much for being with us here today and, and sharing me. your thank attitude you. and your, your exuberance. And, um, and, and you're right. This doesn't matter what is happening in the world. And, and we're not taking away from the people that are literally suffering. Um, but it is an opportunity for a redirect. It is yes. an opportunity for us to look at what is not working in our own lives review renew and review. redirect and mm -hmm. and go for for every closed door there is always something else that's going to open instead of being 
angry or miserable or yes, and anxious about it, look around for the window. It's behind the curtain. Yes. <laughs> Not here. Yes. Yeah. There yes. is always another direction. Always. Mm -hmm. It's just how willing are you to take it? Absolutely. I'm with you. So annielieb.com. Yes. Excellent. And the podcast can be found there as well. Yep. Excellent. Everything is all found there. Yes. Uh, reach out to Annie. Do you do a, a, a free consultation with people? To, yes, yeah. I've been I've been doing, especially during COVID, I've been offering complimentary 20-minute virtual coffee consultations. We sort of get started. I have a form that people fill out, makes it easier. We don't have to waste time in the beginning getting yeah. through the nitty-gritty, and we can talk about what's really bothering you and try right. to get find you some solutions. Yeah, and also to see if there's a synergy because, you Absolutely. know, and are they ready for you? Are they and open energy. and willing and, and ready? You know, and, you know, sometimes, as I said, it's, it may not be right now, but the seeding is, is planted and at some point we go, I'm now ready. And, and we can't help people until they are ready. But when you are ready, we're here for you, right? Yes, absolutely. 100%. Thank you so much, Sarah. I appreciate uh, you. Oh, I do. You too, love. And I'm glad that we met and connected. And that's Me the opportunity to connect. If somebody inspires you by what they say, by what they're doing, connect. Connect, reach, reach out. out. Yes. Reach out. My gosh, yeah. connect you, for sure. You could be missing out on a wonderful opportunity, right? If if you don't connect, it's just reach out and, you know, if they, if they don't respond, they don't respond. If they respond, hallelujah, and you make it exactly. happen. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Don't yeah. miss out. Yeah. Well, folks, you've learned a lot here today. And attitude is something you really need to step into. <laughs> uh, we all can if we are willing to, if we allow, if we find our center, our breathing. And Annie is here to help you do that with her podcasts, with her, her various workshops and, and, um, and all the other programs that she does. We all need help. We're not meant to do it on our own. So Annie is here for you. Okay. Thank you. Until next time, folks. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.